0: Hello, and welcome to Live with Jacqueline, the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Do you know why? Because it's the beginning of December, and I know what you're doing. You're sitting there thinking about how 2022 was, and mulling over in your mind what you'd like to see different for 2023. I know that I am. I'm taking this entire year kind of under a microscope and thinking about, what do you hear, Frank? Thinking about what went well for me, what didn't, and what I'd like to see different for next year. Last week in Instagram, I shared a book with you that's, Just a game changer for life, truthfully, for so many of my clients, for yours truly. It's called Atomic Habits. The author's name is James Clear. He has one of the most popular newsletters in the world. His book has 55,000 plus five-star reviews on Amazon. That can't be wrong. Why am I bringing this book up? Because as you're, again, taking a look at what 2022 provided for you and how you're going to take that and thrust it into what 2023 is going to give to you, I firmly believe in any of the changes that you want to make moving forward can all be supported by what's given to you in this book. If you want to change your life, get this book. Being able to break a bad habit and create a good habit. And notice, I usually don't even say those words, but they're given in this book, okay? If you want to create a new habit and change a former one that's no longer serving you, You need to commit and be consistent. And that can feel daunting. That can feel overwhelming. It takes over 90 days to create a new habit. Holy moly. You know what most people give up? The third week of January. And so instead, let's not be a statistic this year, my friends. Instead, why don't you get this book, And think about, all right, uh, this wasn't serving me in 2022, and I know I need to change that, but I'm not quite sure how. And guess what? Making a New Year's resolution isn't going to do it because I know that that hasn't worked for me in the past, and I usually quit it by week three. Instead, I want to start with a small, sustainable change, and I'm going to wedge it in between a couple things that I already do, hint, This is called habit stacking, one of my favorites. And I'm just going to continue to show up and do that. And it's going to be hard in the beginning because it's something I kind of don't want to do, but I know that I want to bring it into my lifestyle or uh, it can feel challenging to do it and I want to do it, but I know that I generally with my track record am not consistent. When we want to create a new habit, one of the best ways to support it is to put it in between or sandwich it in between two things we know that we already do in our part of our life. So that's a little gift I'm giving to you today. Grab the book, go get it. Honestly, my opinion is this get it in hardcover. It is a beautiful book. The cover. Has these gold sparkles on it, so it's like kind of like oh, it's sexy. Like I want, to, I, ooh, I want to open this up. I want to read it. Also, physically to have this book in paper, you want to be able to flip back and forth to different chapters. It's also written in a way that's very tangible and digestible. It, James Clear was really, really smart when he made this book because he wrote it in a way that makes you feel empowered that you can take action today. Yeah, sometimes I think self-help books, which trust me, yours truly has plenty of them, can feel very overwhelming. They're just written in long blurbs and you're just like, oh God, I need a break from this. Give me a Netflix moment. (laughs) Not this book. Digestible chapters with bullet points and actionable items. So if you're sitting here thinking, well, what do I want 2023 to look like? I know I need to create new habits that I can have for a lifetime, but I'm feeling overwhelmed and don't know where to start. This book is your best friend. For small money, you can grab this and start today. I'm piggybacking off last week's podcast. You can start today. Why not? Don't wait for January 1, my friends. Don't don't fall victim to the New Year's resolution situation and instead let's create these small tiny habits that will lead to lasting lifestyle change. That's what I want for you. That's the whole Live Well with Jacqueline health coaching mantra. Sustainable habits. That's what it is. When it becomes part of who you are. Another quote from him, "You want to put a vote down for the person you are becoming." okay? That's not a quote. I kind of um, <laughs> I mashed that up into my words. But what does that mean? I want to do a check mark today for the person who I want to become. It's not, oh, I went for a run, I'm running. it's I am a runner. No, no, listen, I'm not a runner. Dog and I went out and we did a couple of intervals. It was cute and all, but that's just not who I am. Maybe you want to lift weights. Oh, I lift weights. No, I'm a weightlifter. Oh, I'm doing some strength training. I do strength training. I'm a woman who lifts in the gym. How are we stepping out of that fear? Trust me, I have clients who are like, oh, I am nervous about going to the gym. I don't really know what I'm doing. I understand that. I can understand some fear behind this. But if you, first of all, have some positive self-talk and you say, hey, I deserve to be here. I'm a woman who lifts weights. I'm a weightlifter." You might think, oh, that's silly. Like, I'm not stepping on a stage. I'm not doing these, like, big, heavy lifting competitions. No, it doesn't matter. But you absolutely deserve to take up space in that gym, and you have every right to show up. And that always starts with confidence, right? So when you have that positive self-talk, being able to state, I'm a woman who lifts weights, I'm going to go into this gym, and I'm going to lift weights. You're taking a step towards the person that you want to be. That's how I do it. You've been seeing it on Instagram. I positive self-talk my ass up all the time in the gym. Years later, it's part of who I am. I have to cheerlead me. I'm the biggest fucking voice in my head. If I'm not going to do it, nobody else is going to do it for me. I was doing wall balls this week. I was. They sucked in the beginning. But guess what? I cheerleaded myself right on. I had to do some pull-ups with a 25-pound weight this week. Uh, I had to cheer me up. I had to positive self-talk. How did we get there? Well, I had to tell myself that I'm a person who does these things. And even though it may have started with me never being able to hang my body weight from the bar, the pull-up bar that is, and then all of a sudden just being able to start to do that and then start to step into a band and pull my body weight up, and then all of a sudden start to do different moves that supported my pull-up journey, don't forget Just because I happen to be able to do eight pull-ups right now, I never magically just be able to do that shit. I started not even be able to hang my body weight from the bar. You need to understand that. And here we are now, like eight years later, and I can do pull-ups. I had to act like I was the person who did pull-ups. I'm Jacqueline. I do pull-ups. Right? But it wasn't always that way. I went to become her. So, in short, if you have a habit that you want to create for yourself for 2023, step into your power of saying, I am a person who in your becoming. It is a journey. Nothing is going to happen overnight. But putting a vote for the person that you want to be every single day, that's what you can feel good about. That's where you can give yourself a gold star. As always, thank you for tuning in to the Lowell Jacqueline podcast. If you found this episode helpful, could you share it with somebody? Maybe post it up in your Instagram or if you get my emails, forward it to a friend. Have a great day. Hello and welcome to Live well with Jacqueline the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Today's episode is entitled Movement from mindset. Now listen, at the time of this recording, we are like knee deep into holiday season. We are going to the parties. We are eating and drinking the things. We're doing the traveling. All of our schedules are trying to get inundated with time away from our routines, with time giving to others, and time given to eating and drinking the things. I don't ever want you to have FOMO. I think you know what's called live well with Jacqueline for a reason, right? Hashtag balance on and off your plate. This is what we do. I have a lot of clients right now who are maintaining their weight through the holiday season. That is still success, my friends. I want to double down on that one for you. Maintenance is still success. I also want to share with you that moving for your mindset is also still success. In the way that I was raised, I was taught that we exercise for fitness for cardiovascular reasons, but also to lose weight. That was kind of sort of it. I want to stay healthy, whatever healthy means, and I want to have good heart health, and then I also want to do this to lose weight or maybe be an athlete. That was kind of it. And as I've walked through my own personal journey with fitness, because, listen, I mean, I, I did some athletics in high school, but I was never like the person who was ever gonna go play like in college or like do a lot of amazing extracurriculars. I played softball and I played volleyball, and I definitely moved my body. Um, I I, yeah, I stepped a little bit into the weight room. That was it, though. As college came, my <laughs> my fitness was fitness was putting a Captain Morgan jug in my backpack and going to organic chemistry class. <laughs> I didn't plan to tell you that. I did not have any fitness in college. I ate and drank my face off. I gained 30 pounds. It was not good, kids. Then I got to chiropractic school. And I watched all these people around me who had these amazing fit lifestyles. And I thought, okay, I'm into this. I'm into it. So I started doing step aerobics. And I became a person who... After her eight to five in the chair, I was antsy to move my body. So I would go downstairs, I would get on the elliptical, I would do step aerobics, and I would lift some weights. And that's when I started to explore going to the gym space. I I did it because I actually, now that I look back on it, I needed to move my body because I needed to move my mind and just do something that wasn't sitting still. But I also really wanted to keep my weight loss off. I had started to lose some weight going into school, and so I I, I left with two different feet there. Of course, we know Jacqueline gained her weight back eventually, and then I started exploring lifting and doing things of that nature in CrossFit, and then that's when I became a person who lifted to get stronger and competitive, but also I got a really fucked up mindset because... I felt if I missed a day in the gym that I was missing out on not only community, but I was missing out on making gains. And I started asking the coach if I could come to class two days or two times a day. And he looked at me and he's like, maybe you should think about what you're doing in class that's making you think you need to come here twice a day. And I was like, ooh, burn. But then I thought, hmm, okay. Took me a long time, and when I say a long time, like four years, to recognize that crossfitting six days a week and spinning two days a week is not so healthy for yours truly. And as I escaped that mindset and have gotten into the one that I'm in now, where I lift three days a week in a really more relaxed, kind of controlled environment, which is my home, safer space for me to lift in because. I don't get drawn into the competitive nature because I knew that wasn't healthy for me or the overtaxing on my adrenals. I get outside and I walk. I get outside and I have a five mile walk with a girlfriend every single week. We've been committed to that for over three years. And I do a spin class one or two times a week, again, in my own home, occasionally if I want to hit the spin studio and that's kind of it. It's structured, not strict. But as I've explored that, I've learned that moving for my mindset above all else is what's going to keep me in the long game. I've never been one to punish my body with, oh, I ate this, so now, therefore, I have to go work it off. I never understood that concept. But I did understand the way of, oh, if I don't move, I'm going to get fat. That's how I used to talk to myself. That almost makes me want to choke up a little bit. Like, how depressing is that? The person who talked to herself like that really didn't have a lot of self-love. She actually had a lot of self-deprecation. She wasn't stepping into her power of why movement was going to be her friend for her mental health, for her mindset, for feeling strong, for feeling empowered, For feeling like just a badass with a good ass, (laughs) for showing up in a space where she deserved to take up space, for her cardiovascular health, for feeling fit in body and in mind, for the endorphin bump and rush, for the pride of saying, hey, I'm just staying consistent i 'm trusting who I am because I said I was going to show up, and so I showed up and even though I may not be doing what I told myself I was going to do, I still came here and I did work, and that work is meaningful and therefore i 'm proud of me. I still get a gold star, and I love myself i 've been talking a lot about movement from mindset over this past year on Instagram, but especially recently, you know I had that explant surgery back in April. You want a fucking reality check? Have your health taken away from you. Have a big surgery. Have an injury where you're told to sit down. Jacqueline could not move. She couldn't lift her arms above her head. And guess what? I had one chance to make that healing process mine. There was no way I was going to fuck it up with my ego getting in the way of not stepping into the gym. So I embraced it. I flipped it, man. And I said, all right, I am going to allow my body to heal. I'm going to give it this chance. I'm going to relish in the relax. My girlfriend told me that statement. And I was like, oh, I love that. I'm going to embrace that mantra. So I did. That allowed me to have a really beautiful recovery. And it allowed me to actually work on my mindset on why movement matters most. Because if it gets taken away from you, Wow, you can have a reality check on how much it means to you. Because you, if you woke up today, if you have two working legs, if you have two working arms, and you have a heart that's beating, and you have a brain that's pumping, you can fucking do anything you want. You can get outside and put those shoes on, and you can walk. That is free. That's an opportunity, my friends. And that's where you should start today. So that's what I did. I started with walking outside. I walked baby Chloe at the time in my backyard. That's what I did. It was a beautiful thing. It gave her and I an opportunity to be able to connect on a really great level. That was pretty special. It also then solidified my walks outside, outside of just my time with Sarah on our walk and talks. It said, hey, listen, you actually need to get outside and walk a little bit more and be connected with nature and then be connected with this dog. I'm going to tell you hard and fast right now. That is still really hard for me. I'm not the person who wants to walk her dogs every day. I don't want to do it. Have we met, by the way? I have three French Bulldogs. They are bred to be companion dogs. They're bred to be lazy AF. Well, guess who's not? It is Ms. Chloe. She is crazy Chloe. She's crazy baby Cloco. This bitch <laughs> is nearly infatigable. She is... We'll want to play fetch with you for over an hour. And people are like, you don't have a golden retriever. I'm like, no, I have a Chloe. <laughs> so she likes to walk. She likes to get outside. And you want to know what? I had to recheck my brain. And I had to say, guess what? Let me give this girl what she needs. And I'm going to give myself that movement, that mindset of self-love, of getting outside, of connecting, of grounding, of breathing, of sunshine. I'm now living in a moment, real time right here where I'm trying to create this as a habit to get outside and walk Chloe in the morning. And that means anytime before 12 noon. It's literally ten fifteen After I finish recording this and sending it to you, I'm taking her out. We're gonna go for a little walkie. Guess what? I'm gonna tell you this one too. It doesn't have to be all around the block. It doesn't have to be our 20 minute, 1700 steps walk. By the way, if you've also been following me on the Instagrams, uh, we know that I got an optical burn from my fitness tracker. I wear a Garmin Venue. I've been without that watch now for a week and that's nice it's freeing we all know that i encourage people to take regular breaks from their wearables because it's really good to just be intuitive at times right we also love data but having my body heal and just getting out and walking chloe maybe up and down our driveway three to four times that's also meaningful it's meaningful for her and i to have that bond we can work on different things we can work on training during that time Sometimes we work on speeding up, slowing down. Sometimes we do sprints. That also parallels to my week this week where I showed up in the gym and instead of lifting heavy barbell shit, which it's week four and I'm supposed to be doing that, I'm it's not cycle synced for me to do it that way. My body's like, fuck no, Jacqueline, you are supposed to do yoga this week. You are supposed to hang out on the couch with your dogs because that's what's going on for you. And my compromise is... Well, I still want to move, so I'm going to do the dumbbells and the band stuff. And instead of being in the gym for an hour, I'm going to be in the gym for 25 minutes. That's still winning. That is still showing up for myself. That is a gold star for consistency. That is a gold star for movement. That's a gold star for fucking mindset. So I'm leaving you with this one today. We move for mindset. And what that means is, how am I going to feel after I do this movement? And then I'll also ask you this How would I feel if I didn't do it? If you found this episode helpful, could you please share it with someone? Maybe you could rate, review, or subscribe. Could you drop that? I just got my statistics for my podcast and how it performed this year. And while I'm so proud of me showing up consistently, giving you guys all these LWJ love nuggets, I want to grow. Oh, let me tell you, I have some plans for 2023. But the plans, they need your help. It helps when people find me through you. You share on Instagram, you share in an email, you forward my emails. Maybe you share it on your Facebook of like, oh, this person over here, she's just made me feel really proud of myself and she told me that I'm doing a good job and I want you to hear that love nugget too. As always, thank you for tuning in and have a great day.